Hi, I'm your host, Brittany Spence, and this is In the Face of Illness. We are a podcast committed to cultivating a greater understanding of the many resources available for families facing childhood illness, because we believe this is a vital topic of conversation, not only for families in the throes of the fight, but for everyone. Ultimately, we are here to offer hope in the face of illness. Today's podcast, you are um, just hearing from me, Brittany, the executive director and co-founder, and we just wanted to do a little recap. Next week, we will celebrate 15 years of the Forrest Spence Fund on, um, as David and I talked about when we talked about the story of Forrest and starting the Forrest Spence Fund, we talked about that the weekend he was passing away, which was really kind of November 1st through the 4th, uh, we had had some really hard conversations with each other of what this looked like and moving forward and how were we going to put one foot in front of the other. And David had the dream and the desire for us to start our own fund, our own way of giving back and helping families. And so really, it was born in those dark days. Uh, We really talk about beauty from ashes, that in our darkest moments of knowing that we were saying goodbye to our son, that we wanted to see something good come from it. It was super important to us that we didn't take that to just let us become bitter and angry And to feel like the world owed us or um, we were definitely changed people, but we wanted it to be in a way that we could help others. Because as we've talked about, it just was so lonely and so hard. And so we talked about it um, extensively on Saturday, November 3rd. He passed away a little after 10 o'clock on Sunday, November 4th. And the very next day, we met with the Donor Advised Fund in Memphis and talked to them about a way that people could give and honor Forrest's life while also honoring others that were also struggling with sick children. And so it really was born um, right there in November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. And so this Next week, we will hit 15 years of the Four Spence Fund, which is just so hard to even imagine. Um, I talk a lot about, you know, the wonder, the wonder of what Forrest would be like, what his personality would be like, you know, what he would even look like. I have thoughts and visions of what I think. Part of that is his skin coloring and his eyes and his hair reminded me a lot of my second oldest who has dark hair, dark eyes, Um, you know, but personality. Would he have been more like, you know, any of my other three children? Would he have been more like David or me or a mix or what would he have liked? What would he have not liked? What would he have been his strengths and weaknesses? And those are the things that can often be so difficult of just the not knowing. Um, But when we started the Forrest Spence Fund almost 15 years ago, we never imagined where we would be 15 years later. I don't think I ever imagined that it definitely, I never imagined it would be like it is today. Um, We currently have over 22 different programs within the hospitals that we serve. 
Um, And that ranges from providing meals to families, celebration bags that celebrate that a child has met a a major milestone um, in the the NICU, whether that's um, development centers that we have in all the hospitals we serve that really meet the milestones of, you know, gripping and holding and rolling over and sitting up or even for the PICU children that spend a long time in the hospital, you know, ways that they can interact, ways that they can do things. Those are a part of our development centers to breast milk coolers. So nursing breastfeeding mothers can transport their milk back and forth to snack bags and Threads of Hope sibling support where we're showing siblings the support as they are saying goodbye to their brother and sister, uh, brother or sister who has passed away, to a comfort cart that provides little things like shampoo and conditioner and soap and body wash, all those things that maybe they rushed out real quickly, uh, went with the ambulance or followed behind the ambulance or went straight from the birthing hospital and they didn't have those things and they don't live close by and they definitely don't have the money to run to Walgreens and stock up on every single thing they have. And so we provide those things on the comfort cart um, to happy heart boxes, to our heart patients who spend months on end, weeks and months on end in the hospital and need things to keep them engaged and excited and, um, you know, being able to uh, have something fun to do in the bed as they're often stuck there. And so we've developed so many of these programs within the hospitals that we serve. We provide the funding, we purchase the items, um, and then we really put them in the hands of the hospital staff to, for them to be able to, you know, uh, day in and day out, make it work. Um, That's such a huge part of our hospital needs that we meet, um, along with just buying things off wish list and providing staff unit appreciation bags for us to show them how much we appreciate them. So our four main categories, we've talked about our mission that it's to assist with the non-medical needs of critically and chronically ill children and their families throughout the Mid-South. Individual needs, just I'm going to go over some stats because I found this just looking it all up and, and, you know, reviewing it myself. I mean, just the stats alone are pretty amazing. Um, In Memphis alone, uh, and that's really within all the hospitals we serve, including St. Jude and Le Bonheur and um, Baptist and Germantown, we have met 80,880 individual needs, whether that's paying a utility, a rent, a mortgage, a car note, giving a grant or helping with counseling, or that's buying a crib or a mobile or or that's providing meal vouchers or dinner to them or gas cards. It's a wide variety, providing books so they can have something to read to their child. So that's 80,880 individual needs met within Memphis. In Chattanooga, Chattanooga and Nashville are very similar with their amount. They're both right at 6,000 individual needs that have been met. That is a total of 92,780 individual needs met. That number is just truly mind-boggling to me of the impact that the Forrest Fund has had on families throughout the greater Mid-South. And, um, and just I'm so thankful. I really am. I'm so thankful for all of those who have donated and who have given and who have provided and who have volunteered, volunteered their time, who have given of their resources, who have given of their 
their means. We could not do this without all the support that we've had. Another number that has been just really neat and awesome for me to be able to uh, take a look at is that volunteers. We have had over 7,322 volunteers. Some of those volunteers have volunteered. One person may have volunteered honestly, 30, 40 times. We have people who come and serve dinner at the hospital every month and have done it every month for years. But a total of how many times we have had somebody volunteer with us is 7,322 times. That includes our events, our big fundraising events, 5K, No Show Ball, Spring for Forest, Friends for Forest. Um, All of those are... um, in that, but also the family dinners, making snack bags at at home or in our office, UA bags, dickering books, all kinds of things that we have had volunteers do. And volunteers truly, as any nonprofit can attest to, you cannot run a nonprofit successfully without volunteers. They are the backbone of your organization. And so we are so unbelievably thankful for all of those 7,322 volunteers. The next number is institutional support. So that's us going within the hospitals that we serve, asking them what are their specific needs that they have. Do they have wish lists? Do they have hospital needs? Do they have ways that we can support their hospital so they can better support the patients and the families? In Memphis alone, that number is 15,313. Nashville is 7,028. And Chattanooga is 3,020. That's a total of 25,361 institutional needs met. All those numbers combined of, we say, total impact is 118,141 points of impact. I'm going to say that again. 118,000. 141 points of impact. I am blown away by that number and all of those numbers. And we just, we couldn't do it without the support of the community, of friends and family, and those from far away who have given and loved us again and again and again. Your impact is making a difference, is making a difference in the lives of family so they can feel a little less alone. Each year as I stand at our events and I look out and I look out at the hard work that we have done and the hard work it has taken to put off, especially those large fundraising events, I'm often just in awe. I'm in awe of the volunteers and the staff who've helped pull that off. But I'm in awe that 15 years later, we are still able to make this difference day in and day out. I'm so thankful for our staff, those that are currently working with us and those that have worked with us in the past. Um, We have an amazing staff right now uh, that we just depend on day in and day out. We have Marilyn Bridges, who is our program director. We have Lydia Gettings, who is our media specialist and helps run the podcast. We have Stephanie Shelton, who's our administrative assistant. 
Uh, Our intern is also incredible. We're so thankful for Lexi. We also have a Chattanooga director, Alora Haney. We have a Nashville director, Laurel Moses. And then we also have those that help us with our um, bookkeeping, which is Will Walker and his firm. We have our graphic designer who's been with us all 15 years, Jennifer Ellis. And and then all those that have helped in the past, all those who have been on staff for us for short times and long times, we truly are who we are because of that staff and also our board. I can never say thank you enough to our board members. Many of our board members have been there since the day we started. 15 years they have been on this board with us. Greg Smith and William Martin and David Spence have been on the board since the day we started. And we, I I just cannot say thank you enough for what they do day in and day out for the board, advising, encouraging, and leading us. We also have um, Leah Green and Richard Vining, who are also a part of the board. And then we've had other board members uh, come and go throughout the years as well. And we are just so thankful for them. As I reminisce about the many families that we've helped, and many of them you have actually heard on this podcast. And if you haven't listened to their family stories, I highly encourage you to listen to their stories because their stories matter. Their stories are what keeps us going. They're the reason that we come into work. They're the reason that we do all the things we do. And so for all of those families who have opened their lives to us, who have opened their world to us, their families to us, who have let us into their lives to see their struggles, to see their victories. Uh, We have often been there when families have gotten to take their children home from the hospital after a long extended stay. And we have also been there when families have had to say goodbye and we have held them as they have weeped into our arms as they know that they are saying goodbye to their child. And we don't ever take that lightly. We never take lightly that they are letting us into their lives. And so to all the families who we have had the privilege and the honor to walk beside in their journey, thank you. Thank you for letting us be a part of that. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your family journey. Me personally, one of the greatest gifts that the Lord has given me from Forrest's story and Forrest's death is the ability to walk into these families' lives and to hopefully speak love to them because I have been there and I know how unbelievably hard it can be. I never try to say, oh, I know exactly what you're going through because I don't. Each story is different. Each family's journey is different. But I can say I have sat there, I have I have walked those halls, I have been on my knees praying for his for his health and for him to live. And but I've also walked that road of saying goodbye and hugging the staff as we wheeled a wagon with all of his things out of the hospital, but without a child. And I know what a gift it is that those families let me into their lives and let me be a part of their story. So thank you to every family that's ever let me be a part of your journey and let the Four Spence Fund be a part of your journey. We hope that that this fund and the staff and the volunteers have been a blessing to you. So from all of us at the Four Spence Fund, thank you for 15 years. Thank you for supporting us, loving us, financially supporting us, 
supporting us with your time and energy, whether you share about us, whether you purchase a ticket, come to the race, go to an event. Uh, it, it all is so unbelievably appreciated. And we don't take it lightly that you give of your time and energy and finances to us. So from all of us, happy 15 years. Um, Forrest, we sure are so proud of your little life of 55 days and the impact that it made on so many. And thank you to everyone who has supported us. We just truly can't say thank you enough. What does the next 15 years look like? We hope to just continue, continue what we're doing, building more programs, building upon the programs that we have, increasing our staff, increasing our footprint, uh, the hospitals that we are in continue to increase the ways that we give and help and even have hopes of, of, of one day being able to even go farther and do more. We have hope of, of hopefully one day having our own place where we can host more and do more. And so we have big dreams. We have big vision. And um, I know with our staff and volunteers and our board that we can do it, that we can do those things that we hope to do because no family should ever feel alone and unsupported when their child is sick. So stay tuned to all the ways that we will continue to grow over the next year, over the next five years, 10 years, 15 years, and hopefully for many, 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 many more years. So thank you from all of us and happy 15th birthday to the Forest Fence Fund. Thank you for listening to our latest episode. We hope that this podcast is a resource for you and a source of support. Whether you are facing illness in your own family or want to walk beside other families dealing with childhood illness, we want the stories, wisdom, and knowledge shared to give you hope. Episodes will be released bi-weekly, so be sure to subscribe today.